Hello, everyone. This week's podcast is significant for two reasons. Number one, it's been 20 years since my friend Jill and I were world-famous Jungle Cruise skippers during our internship at Disney World. Although that number is regrettably high, Jill and I both think that we could still pass for college interns if we were to commandeer a boat on the Jungle Cruise and regale audiences with our wit and charm. Second, Mickey is celebrating his 90th birthday this week. I think it's appropriate to salute the cartoon mouse who first sparked my imagination as a kid and helped me to dream big as an adult. Mickey, young Lindsay, and slightly older Lindsay, who can still recite the entire Jungle Cruise spiel, by the way, are forever grateful. This one's for you. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 78 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast, and I am here with a dear friend, Jill, who has never been on the podcast in 78 episodes. Jill, how did that happen? I'm guessing it's your four children. I I have a lot of little people at my house that keep me distracted. They're always like wanting things from you and asking you things, which is why we're podcasting in the middle of the night. Spoiler. That is why. And I've (laughs) tucked myself away Mm -hmm. by myself with door, like multiple doors closed between myself and any other human in my house. Thanks for doing that, Jill, because I love today's topic. We are discussing when you and I were both together at Disney's college program way back in 1998, which was 20 years ago. Why don't you go ahead and react to that sentence? (laughs) That just, that's a sucker punch right there. I got a, I got, I was on a little text group recently with two friends from Baylor and one of them was talking about getting together at homecoming mm-hmm. or something like that. And I was like, homecoming, Who, I'm on the wrong thread. I am not due for any kind of a reunion. And then I realized, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it's. 20 years since I graduated from college and I still in my head think I could go back like to the college program or go back to Baylor and nobody would know that I'm a really tired mom. No one would know. I could totally fit in. I think you could completely. I look at myself in the mirror (laughs) and I realized I could not. You could rock a monochromatic Jungle Cruise Skipper outfit. You know you could admit it. Now, I will say we were kind of ahead of our time with the bold lip that we wore to break up the monochromatic uniforms. (laughs) I've looked at some pictures of myself, and I remember that, was it Revlon? Mm, Probably. I remember you introduced me to Mm. some lipstick that it was like color stay. Yeah. And whatever it was, it was supposed to even beat the Amazonian heat of <laughs> Jungle Cruise. <laughs> um, so. Okay, let's start at the very beginning of our okay. journey. <laughs> I knew you would do that. Um, once upon a time, mm. I was in my professor's office he was also my career counselor dude who who had to he made me declare a major you know the spring the spring semester of my senior year and (laughs) I told him I don't know what I want to be when I grow up and he said without thinking where have you always wanted to work and I said Disney World and he said well we might be able to do something about that there's this thing called the college program so we called them because the email had yet to take off. Oh, right. And we called, and the lady on the phone said, well, we only have two more interviews left for the entire college program this summer. Is there any way you are near College Station, Texas? 
and we were. We were, what, an hour and a half away? Waco is probably an hour and a half away because Jill and I both went to Baylor together. I had just blown out my knee for the second time in my life, and I was in a straight leg brace, so I couldn't drive. So I called Jill and said, will you take me to this Disney interview? And you did, and while you were there, you interviewed as well. I did. I heard about this whole deal. Can you take me to this interview thing? And I was like, what? (laughs) What is this thing you're doing? And yeah, I kind of jumped on board with Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And do you remember that they asked us, well, they asked me, I don't know if they felt sorry for me, but they asked me one question and that was, tell me about yourself. Yeah, they, I definitely remember them asking that. Mm -hmm. And that's where it ended. I luckily that year at, at a business class, I was taking an interviewing class and he said, you have to be able to answer the question. Tell me about yourself. Because if you say I go to Baylor, you've already just left off 20 years, 22 years of your life. Where do you start? How do you make those segues? So we had to, we had to have a 30 second, a minute and a two minute. Tell me about yourself answer. So I was able to pop that right out. And I remember at the end I said, and I would like to be Tinkerbell. And they (laughs) said, thank you. Next. And I hobbled off. Oh. I know. But then a few weeks slash months, I'm not sure when, later, we both get a package in the mail. And you know a big envelope package is a big deal. It's not a little letter in an envelope. It's a package. And now, we... look, I, sorry, I'm interrupting you because I can tell you that that arrived on April 27th, 1998. <laughs> Just felt like that was an important piece of information to share. Because you have a photographic memory? I might be looking at my <laughs> acceptance letter. What does it say? What does it say? Read it, read it, read it. Well, you don't want to read the whole thing, but. <laughs> read it, the best uh, parts. Well, I, there's the, okay, so there's one paragraph at the beginning that's like the, congratulations, you've been selected to participate. Oh, okay, quiz, Lindsay. No, oh dear. Were we, okay, we were selected to participate in the something, something, and something experience of the Walt Disney oh. World program. What yes. are the three words? Living, learning, working experience, my friend. No. Oh, don't. No. What? Lindsay, that's what I always thought it was. Unless they changed it when we got there or uh-huh. something in our classes. They, it says, you have been selected to participate in the living, learning, and earning. Oh, heck no, it wasn't earning. That's what our letter says. I was yeah. shocked. Mm-hmm. Read them. No. Yeah. I remember it being working, but anyway. Yeah. So this is also funny. We are interested in having you join our team as attractions hostess. Ooh. I know. <laughs> so let, let's back up a touch. Yeah. Because at the interview... We, maybe it was before, I don't know, my memory's fuzzy, but we knew that there were, there were jobs like picking up trash. Yeah. Which um, we were willing to do. Willing to do any of them. But we knew there were these like categories. Some of them were working the poncho chart, uh, cart. (laughs) $5, $5, $5, $5. Yep. So there was that, but then hosting, I mean, um, working on a ride, you know, or an attraction. An attraction. At my interview, somehow I knew going into the interview that there were two jobs at, um, where did we work? (laughs) Magic Kingdom. (laughs) Thank you. At the Magic Kingdom that were, had a memorized, you know, on a microphone, a part that you had to memorize a spiel. It was the, um, Jungle Cruise and what was the other one? The other one was oh, the Great Movie it, Ride. It, yes, not at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, but over yeah, at the, the studios. Yeah. Yes, the Movie Ride. So, um, I I did say in my interview, I'm I love a crowd. I'm not afraid of a microphone, and I will memorize any spiel you give me. Nice. So I do remember. You remember your one two minute speech thing, and mm-hmm. I that saying that. Um. So it's all I knew at this point in the letter. They don't tell us what we're going to do. It just says I'm an attractions hostess. Yes. So I would imagine yours said the same thing. Yes, we both it did. did it ride. So, yes. So explain yeah. to people what the living learning, we're going to call it working because I know for a fact that's what it was. Explain to them the living part, the learning part, and the working part. 
You want me to explain this? Oh, would you like me to explain this? Well, living, well, <laughs> this is, we're going to sound real exciting right uh-huh. now. So the living experience is the college program, at least back when we did it, has this whole giant apartment complex mm-hmm. called Vista Way. So this is where if you're in the college program, you live in this apartment complex and it's not other cast mm-hmm. members is what they call people that work at Disney. It's not other cast members that work in the parks. It's just college programmers. <laughs> Debauchery. Realize. Yeah, yes. Remember of- when baby carries that watermelon back <laughs> where all the, the Kellerman yeah. people are dirty dancing. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Except that there aren't hot Kellerman people <laughs> dancing at Vistaway. <laughs> what we figured out really quickly, though, is a lot of people, at least when we went, had maybe finished one semester right. of college. college. So, and a lot of them were junior college, and so they lived at home for their first semester, first year of college. So this was really their first experience living away from home. Now, the rule was you had to interview, not... Mm-hmm. It just had to be interview as an undergrad. Mm-hmm. We interviewed our last semester of our senior year and got in right before that cutoff. So we graduated from college and then went mm-hmm. and worked at Disney. So we were a few years older, really, than a lot of these folks who were really babies. Yes. They were babies. tiny, tiny babies, including our roommates mm-hmm. who were, well, First of all, we thought we were going to have a hard time trying to live together because they say you can't, you can't pick a roommate. And that almost devastated me. I think you would have been able to hang, but I would have been devastated. And we um, prayed in the hallway of the hotel, as one does when you're praying for a roommate for Disney college experience. And it ended up, they went one, two, three, four, you're in a, you're in a room. One, two, three, four, you're in a room. One. And so we just stood by each other and we, we got in the same room and our other suite mates were Corinne and Sandy and yeah. they were, and Sandy was a baby and Corinne she was sort of a young one, not really, but she had other things going for her. Well, I do have in our, my Disney scrapbook, pictures from Corinne's 20th birthday dinner, and then pictures from your 23rd. Nice. So she was three, three years our junior. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Um, but I don't remember the one, two, three, four. No. I mean, I kind of vaguely do. But I do remember being nervous that even with whatever their system was, we weren't going to get to be together. And we wrote a letter. Yeah, we did. <laughs> really working some angles try to be together which is a theme in our story working the angles to try to be together so you live at vista way the learning part is you can actually take disney classes because some of these kids as we discussed are getting college credit well jill and i didn't need college credit we already had our diplomas did we do the learning part why yes we did 110 percent. because we wanted our doctorate degree because why would we just get a master's Exactly. Exactly, Jill. Now, you got your doctorate. I got my doctorate. How many people, when you were interviewing for real live jobs in the real world after Disney, asked you about your doctorate degree? Because I know you put it on your resume. I did too. I absolutely did. And every job that I have ever interviewed for Mm -hmm. since working at Disney has asked me about Disney. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you remember any of the classes you took? Well, I remember one of them. I remember the woman who taught them, and we talked about customer service. Mm-hmm. But I it, don't know if It I was stuff like that, though. It was leadership training, leadership development, mm-hmm. leadership 101, customer service, quality control, yeah. um, Disney 101, Disney history, and just why things were the way they were. And I I just had a ball. I loved it. I loved every second of it. It's so fun. You learn all the things that people always want to know about Disney when they go, is it true that, Mm -hmm. you know, fill in the blank? Mm -hmm. Those are the things that we learned. Yeah. Um, Those were all the things we learned. And we had to dress. In fact, that's the second paragraph. It's like, congratulations, but let's get down to business Mm -hmm. in the um, (laughs) letter. And the second paragraph talks about that there. 
they have created a set of appearance guidelines called the Disney Look. That's right. Do you remember that book we got? I do. Men had to shave a certain way and you had to have your hair a certain way. And sideburns could only be a certain length. Mm -hmm. So in bold, it says, prepare yourself in advance (laughs) to meet these appearance guidelines. (laughs) So, and we had to wear professional attire. And I remember before I left, my mom took me shopping at Petite (laughs) Kit. And I got some very snappy suits. Yeah, you did. Did you get pantyhose too? I'm sure I did. And some Mm -hmm. extra pairs, some backups. Mm -hmm. So great. I think they were travel buff. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually 100% true for travel buff. And, you know, actually, I might have stepped up some travel buff that felt a little pale even for my pasty legs to nearly nude. Nearly nude was like a slightly more natural pasty tone for my I remember my yeah. first I remember my first class I wore a kerchief oh I have a picture of it a white button-down shirt you look so sharp with like your Harold's thanks kerchief around yes. your neck I remember thinking she's so trendy so trendy so very trendy but here's the here's the part where I tripped up at the finish line and you just went all the way through to first place we're both in attractions. Yeah. <laughs> you get to Adventureland, and I get to Fantasyland, and yeah. that's where it all fell apart. Or did it? Because I mean, without that, without that, mm-hmm. there would be some chunks of your book, I feel like, <laughs> some fodder that we are still talking about 20 years later. Yeah, the rather large, fluffy lady, grandma-type figure. <laughs> Fell on me at the Peter Pan ride. Oh, this is perfect. Okay. In your book, you try through writing to describe the sound (laughs) that you made when said fluffy lady (laughs) fell on you. Would you like right now for Mm -hmm. your dear listeners Mm -hmm. to recreate that sound? I I would just love to. Let me set the scene for you, dear listener. Um, I am on a conveyor belt type apparatus, slowly moving toward the head of the line where my fellow Peter Pan girl can't see me because why would she look be looking around her ankles for her fellow Peter Pan person? And the large fluffy, you know, lady was on me and we had emergency stop buttons that looked sort of like a garage door opener. Well, it was on my hip and the lady was folding out from my hip and couldn't dig around in there so we're supposed to hiss to let the other person know hey turn around and look because what does that sound what so that it, sound like? it just sounds like a s- like that but really really loud s- and and that sound that octave cuts through any of the frivolity whimsical <laughs> laughter or you know kids breaking down because you push them past their afternoon nap crying it it passes through all of that so you're trained to listen for hissing and that way you can turn around and you can use your hand gestures for whatever it is that you need to do well I couldn't I couldn't and then you know and she's on me and she's constricting my airwaves and so it turned into sort of like a And the ladies in my face going, I'm so sorry, honey. I'm so sorry. I can't get up. I'm so sorry. And I couldn't talk to her to go, will you please hiss, ma'am? Will you please let out a strong hiss? And they will help it. Nope. And so then we just come, mm-hmm. there we are. And then some guy in the line said, hey, do they need help? And she turned around and looked down. Oh, and she pushes her emergency stop button. Oh, that's just so good. That story is so good. Isn't and I would not what you, I just... The costumes that the cast members have to wear are so special. They are. And you were wearing such a lovely skirt and blouse combination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And pantyhose. We had to wear pantyhose oh, and some sort of Mary Jane on our foot. Okay. And so I was in fantasy hail, as I like to call it, because that's accurate. Yeah. And my rotation included Peter Pan, Snow White, which is not there anymore, Dumbo 
and the teacups. And you would just rotate from one attraction to the other every couple of hours or so. And in all of those rides, you say, how many? Row two. How many? Row three. Or how many? Pink teacup. How many? Yellow Dumbo. How many? For hours and hours. And you just push a button. And then it's done. And so I would come home at night ready to just... Mm-hmm. And Jill would say, I got so fun in the Jungle Cruise today. I learned the spiel and the thing and the thing. And I loved it. And it's great. And I was like, nah, uh-uh, uh-uh. I can't do it. I can't do it. I will have to leave if I have to stay in fantasy land. I will. It was so fun over at the Jungle Cruise. <clears throat> it really that's was where so the fun. cool kids are. I mean, we can say that because it's a true statement. It is true. The Jungle Cruise skippers, the world famous Jungle Cruise skippers, Right? As well as the pirates are the two yeah. coolest cast members in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I would, I'm going to have to agree since Full that's stop. where we were. <laughs> <laughs> so you get over there. You're yeah. having the time of your life. And yeah. we, I don't know how we did it, Jill. We were, it had to be a miracle. It just had to be I, God's provision. Yes. I don't know if Allison and Michael mm-hmm. still work there but if you're listening michael thank you Mm -hmm. our love for you is deep it is i loved them i loved them and i they were kind of manager types two different levels of managers over in that area and i think between you talking to your people saying i don't think i'm in the right place and me pleading yeah greasing some wheels yeah with those with those manager types, they, some, I mean, it is unheard of, or it was at the time, it yeah, was it unheard was. of to move in the college program. I mean, you're at the bottom of the ladder yeah. Yeah. and they just don't give you preferential treatment and they did and they moved you over. How long did that take? Oh my gosh. I was at, I was in fantasy land for four weeks. It oh. might've been like 32 days. I honestly think that maybe somebody left. I think maybe a college person left and there was, that helped me too. It wasn't necessarily that you needed another college person to fill in that slot, but I feel like that helped my cause too. Like, oh, she would just be coming in and taking, because quite honestly, anybody can push the button in Fantasyland. Not everybody can do the Jungle Cruise skipper spiel on the boat. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, do you remember any of the spiel off the top of your head? People ask me this all the time, and I really do not remember a ton of it. I remember the things we weren't supposed to say <laughs> more than the things that we were supposed to say because we were supposed to stay on script, but that right. could be painful. <laughs> so we oftentimes would go off script, even though yeah. we were allowed. But what are you they did. I did not. Rule follower compared to rebel. Full butter. You (laughs) added in your little joke because we'd hear other people, we'd ride other skippers' boats and be like, oh, wow, he was really funny. Or, you know, that was a great line she had and kind of steal stuff. But but I do remember the beginning. Welcome to the world famous Jungle Cruise. I'm your world famous Jungle jungle Skipper Jill. It was a mouthful, but Mm -hmm. that's how it all started. I'll, okay, wait, let me think. I remember saying, everybody scoot forward, scoot forward to the front of the boat. You're just the first layer. Oh, I don't remember that one. <laughs> See? See? Look at you. People haven't even finished sitting down and you're adding stuff. Um, look at me go. I also, I remember the ending mm-hmm. more than the beginning because I think we would always be stuck in whenever it's the busier time. So when we were there, that was... A chunk of August, and then it was right around Halloween, right around Thanksgiving, and practically the whole month of December. So the boats would get backed up because so many boats are running in the jungle, and so they're getting people off the boat and on the boat. So you'd have to wait a little bit. And so you would say your jokes. You would say a lot of your jokes right there waiting just to get in for people to get off your boat. Yeah. That could also be painful. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Especially if nobody's laughing at you. Because uh, the Jungle Cruise, you have to go in knowing these are cheesy, corny jokes. That right. 
you just have to you have to give us a break i remember um or the it's people like who spiel, did... it's like a spiel of dad jokes that's exactly what it is that's exactly what it is bad dad jokes i remember um saying off your seats, on your feet, back out to those Magic Kingdom streets. Make sure to catch that 3 o'clock parade. If you do catch it, let it go. It'll drag you all the way to Main Street. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> I, I might have stolen that from you. Yep. And we're going into the African Velt. Is that what it's called? Uh-huh. And there's those mechanical animals eating another animal. A zebra. A zebra. Yeah. And... We would, I don't think this is part of the script, but we were always like, oh, look at those nice lions playing with the that zebra. Leaf zebra. <laughs> <laughs> and people laughed at that. <laughs> and then sometimes real ducks would be in the water and people would go, are those, are those real? No, they're, they're, they're animatronic. Doesn't it look realistic? And they'd start taking pictures. Um, like the backside of water. It was a good time. I think the spiel was exactly what you said. Dad jokes. Uh, it didn't take long to memorize it because you would probably, how many times do you think you'd go around in one shift Uh, on the boats in a, in a, I mean, in a, probably a six hour, eight hour shift. I mean, a lot. Would you say like 25? Okay. I was going to do between 25 and 30. That's a lot. And the best days were when it's at the end of, end of the night, you're so tired you're telling the same jokes over and over and over again, and nobody comes. And so they just tell you, take your boat around by yourself. And so you could just, oh, this is great. Eight minutes. Eight minutes nice. without anything. This is going to be so great. Because most people don't know the boat is on a track. You could probably figure that out by the way they spin the wheel crazily. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was Great. Thank you again for getting me there. Now let's get to our outfits. We alluded to them earlier in the show. They were khaki, head to toe, khaki. And I mean, khaki. And Jill and I. The color of my Irish skin. I was about to say, Jill and I are the khakiest people (laughs) you will ever meet. And we had on a khaki shirt and khaki shorts they made us wear boots that were you know like mountain climbing boots and we had we had pit helmets which were the the harder helmets and so yeah. we thought well we want to girl this up a little bit because we're just looking Mm-mm. and so we we sewed in fake flowers and we got in trouble because they weren't real flowers they were real part of like the natural real surroundings yes so then we took to picking Disney World flowers, which was probably illegal too, and sticking those in our hats. Again, just trying. But that's when Jill introduced the bold lip. Because mm-hmm. most people would think, oh, I'm just going to go without makeup on because you're outside. It's also the only attraction in Magic Kingdom that you never you never go inside. Even the break room is outside because they didn't want you to go from cold to hot to cold to hot and pass out. So yeah. we're outside all day long and... It, you, I mean, some a normal person, I think, nowadays would probably go, eh, I'm just going to slap on a little mascara and be done with it. That was not us. Not in 1998. We had full faces on with the bold yeah. lip. And it like was the good. foundation that was color stay. I mean, mm-hmm. we were determined to beat the Florida heat and humidity. Right. <laughs> and I, I would venture to say we did, Lindsay. I too. We looked cute. Fresh as daisies. So cute. And you might have even had a little Jungle Cruise romance as a result of it. Shut your face. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe so. It was so cute. Um, What did you you like about working at Disney World? Not necessarily just the Jungle Cruise. Oh, okay. I would say the perks that went along with it. I mean, the kind of dork side of me would say I actually really did enjoy the learning part of our deal, like right. going to the classes and learning all that background information and behind the scenes stuff about Disney. I loved that. And one of the things that they talked about was shadowing somebody like in mm-hmm. customer service. And I took advantage of that and I did that and learned a lot about customer service. And mm-hmm. I loved that. But the other thing I loved is that we could go to the park whenever, whenever. and just get- get in it was it was one of those things where we would be at vista way 
and not wanting to participate in the debauchery. So you and I would look at each other and you'd say, you want to go to Rose and Crown in Epcot? <laughs> okay. Oh. And we'd just yeah. go and get dessert or get a drink or... Yeah, you just kind of got to take advantage of all this stuff that Disney has to offer that when you go just for a week with your family or a few days with your family, you don't get to do all those little side things. Right. I also remember, and I know you do too, which it's not there anymore. Let's shed a tear and take a moment of silence for Pleasure Island. Mm. (laughs) RIP. I'm crying. Sorry. (laughs) RIP. It was, um, it was, it was, um, an experience. That's going to be a good word. It was an experience and it had all the different discotheques, if you will. (laughs) If you want country, you go here. If you want 80s, you go to 8-tracks. If you want weird, you go to mannequins. Um, You can go... There's something every night at, at midnight, some New Year's Eve hoopla. But yep. there was a place that did swing dancing. Mm-hmm. And you were way into swing dancing in a real capacity. I was in a fantasy capacity because I wanted to be the girl in the Gap commercial from that oh, yeah. swing dance Gap commercial. That was a great commercial. Yep. Yeah. And I'll link to that in the show notes. But I wanted to be her. You were actually going back home before or after. I can't remember. But you were actually going actual swing dancing. And I remember that's when I was introduced to it. And we actually had people who wanted to go and dance with us and do the things. And that was, the, the cast members got in for free on Thursday nights. So that was sort of the place to be, the place to go. Yep. And it was super fun. It was very fun. And yeah. they had that weird... What was that weird place where they there was improv going on around you and it was kind of like musical theater or, you know, no. theater camp? I cannot remember, but it was, it felt like it had some kind of jungly name. Yes, Adventure I, Club, Adventure Club. Oh, my goodness. Pleasure Island, that's where it was at. And now it's, you know, like a the boathouse or something. It's a oh, restaurant. No. Disney World sold out, man. No. Back then, what was your favorite ride in Magic Kingdom? Oh, well, it wasn't the steamboat thing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Or the people mover. Uh, (laughs) That is the carousel of progress. No, thank you. I think that's actually what it was called. Oh, no, those are two, two different things. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, well, it was not those. Um, what would my favorite be? I mean, I liked Thunder Mountain uh-huh. Railroad and Splash Mountain. Uh-huh. Am I forgetting something? Oh, I did like Space Mountain, uh-huh. which this is a fun fact to know and tell that while you're spinning around and roller coastering on the inside of this building and it's all dark. There's planets and orbs and things sort of cast with lights, you know, that go along the walls and things like that. And one of them is a chocolate chip cookie. It's a picture of a chocolate chip cookie and it's supposed to look like a planet, you know, but once you've ridden that ride 90 times, you're not, you're not screaming the whole time. And so then we would ride the ride to look for, yeah, the chocolate chip cookies. The cho- is- it's like on It's a Small World. There's one kid who is frowning. Yeah, just just one. Just one. And you have to look for it. I've looked for it lately when I've gone back, and I don't think that's a thing anymore. Did the, wasn't it the guy going up in the? He was up in a balloon or something, hot air yeah. balloon. Yeah. yeah, it was up high. I do remember it yeah. was up high. Maybe they've changed it. Yeah, I I like the mountains. As well. Also liked Haunted Mansion. Always liked that one. Oh, yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean. You got you got to love it. You got to love the pirates. Oh, yeah. We were also there. You and I tried out for the summer program, which is six weeks. We ended up getting the fall program, which was August through early January, which meant yeah. that we got to be there during the Halloween party and the Christmas party, which are special things. Yeah. Um, and, and I thought that was really cool because those are high ticketed events and we would work those events. It was 
so very cool. One of the things that we did get to do, though, there's a there's a parade route, and each there can be cast members that come and help do the parade. Um, yeah. That always stressed me out for some reason because I don't like telling people stay behind the line. It stressed yeah. me out. But there were times when you could be on the VIP bridge, and yeah. that bridge is when characters could break, meaning they didn't have to stay as a toy soldier they didn't have to stay as a zombie or whatever and they could fix things that were wrong so the toy soldiers are practically all plastic and i remember one time you and i were on the bridge and a toy soldier ran over to us as gingerly as he could and he was like something stuck something stuck get it get it and you and i were like what what are we getting and we're having to like pull put our hands like, up his, his yeah. legs or something because something was sticking yeah like part of the plastic was sticking and he was like uh, get it out get it out and I remember mm, that that was a I, fun time you have such a good memory Lindsay I feel like I'm remembering things as you're saying I'm like oh my gosh that was so fun <laughs> yeah there was also I, a cat who a girl dressed as a cat for the Lion King float that passed out on the bridge Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. Had to Let's give her some smell and salt. She waited for the proper time. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> to pass out. Um, did you ever meet a celebrity there? Oh, I feel like I did, but I don't remember. Maybe I didn't. Did I? You did. <laughs> Who did I meet? So I wasn't there, but you told me you turned the corner and ran directly into Steve Tyler. Oh, and kind of didn't know who he was, but then whoever you were with said, "Oh my gosh, that was tough time." <laughs> my husband's going to be so disappointed that he's never heard that story from me. Because oh, you know, Rock and Roller Coaster was fairly new. Yeah, and they I did that, that pre-show. Hey, we got to get you into the concert, getting your yeah. limo, man. Yeah, which is the same pre-show. So that shows you how old it is. Oh wow, at least twenty wow. years old. Mm-hmm. But that felt so new when we were there. I did meet him. Well, I don't know that I'd say I met him. I'd say yeah. I slammed into him. Yeah, you slammed into Which him. Maybe better than meeting him. <laughs> I don't know. So that, I forgot about that. I did forget about that. When I think about famous people in Disney, I think about your mom. Yes. Donnie Osmond. Yes. She. I mean, it's, stalk is a better word in this situation, I think, because when... She came for Thanksgiving when we were there, and we told her, if you see people in a plaid vest that looks like this, uh, that's a VIP person. So they're more than likely taking some more, someone around who's very important. So if you see one, look around for a celebrity. Well, she spotted one, and we were going one way, and they were going the other, and she said, that's Donny Osmond. <laughs> she turned and started, like, skipping, galloping next to him, going, hi, hi, my daughter's had your Barbie. My daughter's had your Barbie. We love you. We love but, you. But she also, what I remember is, like, skipping along. So if you can picture her kind of skittering along beside him, but sort of crouched down a little bit, yeah. looking so that she could put her, like, kind of be in front of him, but it's like she was ducking so that he could look over her at where he was going. So she's kind of looking up at him going, you're Donny Osmond! You're Donny Osmond! You're Donny Osmond! I feel like she said it several times. My daughter had your Barbie! <laughs> Yes, I am. <laughs> I think he finally stopped so she could take a picture. Oh, hey, hey, Donny Osmond, if you don't want to stop, then you need to have your plaid vest lady take you behind the scenes. He was going right through the middle of where we where we were. I'm going to go right out and say I think Donny Osmond wanted people to see him walking oh, through. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, he did. So we got to do Halloween and Christmas. I thought that was really yes. cool. But you got to do something extra special for uh, Christmas yes. because you were like a a long line entertainment girl. Yay. Yes. They had just started this new program. Because the lines get so much longer during the holiday season, they had a crew of us that would go kind of entertain folks in line, which looking back, they gave us no tools to no, do that. Not there was all. no like, here's your spiel or here are some suggested jokes or topics. <laughs> it was like, 
you come up with your little bag of tricks and entertain these people. So, I mean, we'd sing Christmas carols and play games and pull kids out of the line and, you know, have them play games or tell jokes or whatever Mm -hmm. um, to entertain things. And I was so excited to be able to do that. It felt so special Mm -hmm. and so fun. And then we went to the casting area where we get our costume. <laughs> I saw what I had to wear, and I was ready to quit the college program right then there. On the spot. You don't like white polyester pants, Jill? Pleated. Let's no, don't forget the pleat. Don't forget the pleat. Oh, they were so bad. And I think I. The top was like some pattern. I I think it had little bugles on it or something. It was terrible. It was so, Mm -mm. so bad. Oh, I just found the picture. Oh, y'all, I am wearing a lovely mock turtleneck (laughs) underneath my red button up the front short sleeve. It must have been cold. Very chilly with our black (laughs) scarf. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. But my whole lip looked real good with that red shirt. Mm, mm-hmm. so, as a redhead, I was kind of offended that they made me wear red. Exactly. Exactly. That was going a little too far. A little too far. And we had to wear white gloves if we were cold. But you so, did a great job. I loved it. I actually did really like it. That was really fun. Do you remember going to the ride test track in Epcot and they would practice on yes. cast members and we got stuck in there? Like they literally miserable. wouldn't let us out? That was a miserable experience. We had terrible. to wait in line for so long because they had to keep working out the kinks. Yeah, It did not feel cool by the it time did. we it. it was <laughs> We got to go on test track for the first time. Like We tested out test track. It was miserable. It was so I bad. Like held against my will and I needed somebody to bring me a sandwich. Yes. And it, and and we're not talking we were there for an hour. We were talking we were there for like 4 hours. 4 hours. It, we were it there was for... early in the morning by the time we got back and as you said was not worth it. Oh. It was so bad. Um I I loved being at Disney World during Christmas. We did two things that were very special to me. First of all, you and I decorated a tree, which, of course, we, we did. Well, and course. because I, I feel like you and I had to work on actual Christmas Day. We did. Or, and, and so the next day, as roommates, we all went to Cinderella's Castle and had mm-hmm. breakfast. Breakfast, yeah. And um, somebody gave me a Walt Disney World nightgown that I still own. Stop it. Is that sad? I shouldn't admit that out loud. You but should. Yeah. You still have your Tinkerbell slippers? I do not have my Tinkerbell slippers. Nope. I don't. So they, they got messed up because I wore them too much, but they got messed up. Sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> but well, another thing that we did that I thought was so cool, our friends Mike and Brian, one, we were all Jungle Cruise skippers, world famous, and we were off on the same day or we either asked to be off on the same day. So we went around to all the Christmas trees in Walt oh. Disney World, not just the main ones, but we went to resort trees, we yeah. went to park trees, we yeah. and took a picture in front of everyone and we thought we were being so cute cuz we printed them out at Walgreens <laughs> and made scrapbooks for Brian and um Mike and I don't I don't think they cared. Was but I a, thought it was so cute. Or was it the little photo cube? It was a photo cube. You're right. It was a photo cube. I, they didn't get as excited as I wanted them to. But we also went to the Hoopty Doo review that day. The Hoopty Doo review. <laughs> <laughs> I still think about that and think when I take my kids, if at some point, we, well, not if, I mean, we will take our kids to Disney. Yes, you just need to save all the money in the next five years. It's fine. But I feel like I'm like, in prime stage right now because I have, well, my youngest turns four next month and then I have six, eight, and ten. Yeah. And so it's time I'm to go. To, I got to go. But does I, Lindsay Poppins really, need to come with you to help you navigate? Obviously. Okay, good. Because yes, you know it's changed in 20 years. I know. Well, that's what I hear. <laughs> I haven't been in a long time, but so I'll need some tips, some, point, some pointers. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, Hoopty Do Review is something I actually really do want to take my kids to, which maybe I love it because my memories are of being called up as a can-can you dancer. Much. And you did. You can, can. You could, oh, could. I, I canned my can. <laughs> I, mean, I really loved that business because I was from, what, eighth grade through high school. I was in a singing and dancing performing group. Mm-hmm. And we did a can-can dance. And so when I got called up on stage and given a can-can skirt to wear over my baggy jeans and oversized <laughs> sweater. I just busted out some of my previous moves, and I was willing to pull a hammy to yeah, get you kick up. Yes, and the audience went nuts. Did they? Well, yes. Might- it was so great because no, we, you pull people up from the audience. You don't expect them to do what you did. You nailed it. You performed it. it. They loved it. What I like about what we did is exactly what you mentioned earlier. We took advantage of the parks while we were there for so long. Yeah. I rarely left the area. I know you went and did some stuff outside of the Disney property. But anytime I went anywhere, it was back into the parks for the exact same reason that you said. I knew this was going to be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and I wanted to do everything that Disney had to offer, especially when I was a cast member, because you you would get discounts, like pretty significant dis- discounts. Otherwise, young kids like us would never have been able to go to the hoopty Do Review. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It was great. So you were a Disney fan going in to yeah. the college program. Was it everything you hoped it would be, and would you recommend somebody do it today? A hundred percent. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. I would absolutely say that this is, this is the kind of experience that really stands out on a resume. And I got asked about this more than anything else on my resume. And, um, in fact, my, our family just went through an interview process a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. for a job change, a whole, a shift for our whole family where my husband and I were both interviewed and just sort of slipped in. They didn't have my resume or anything, but I think maybe my husband said something about that. I was, that I'd done some, um, internship stuff at Disney and the founder of the company was like, Oh, I want to hear more about that. Mm hmm. Is it's intriguing for people, and yeah. so if you, whether you need it or not, it will stand out on your resume. And and I did truly learn a lot about customer service and how to treat people and give them an experience that's better than what they would have expected. And it was all the little things that really make for good customer service, not just looking somebody in the eye or saying, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, or being nice. It was things like if I didn't time the boat right going through the elephant bathing pool of the Jungle Cruise ride and they spouted water on somebody and it soaked a lady, you could give her a coupon to go right out Mm -hmm. to the gift shop and get a comparable, like if we soaked her sweatshirt, she could go get a sweatshirt, you know, and that was sort of baffling to mm-hmm. me, the level of customer service. And so there really is a lifelong bundle of really good, um, really good stuff that I learned there related to people. Right. So, yes. Do you remember that in class we had to be, maybe it was just a fantasy land thing, but we had to be able to name the seven dwarfs on command? Yes. Do you remember? Yes. Oh, I'm sure I don't. My kids and I do this every now and again, and I always have to think through it. But I know you. I know. Can you do it all like, Dopey Sneezy, Happy Doc? <laughs> you probably have like a kitschy little rhyme. Well, there's, you have to remember there's two Ds, two S's, and three emotions. So mm-hmm. Doc, Dopey, Sneezy, Sleepy, Happy, Bashful, Grumpy. Well, that's precious. And that's see. Look at what I learned. If you had a Disney song that had to be the soundtrack of your life, what would it be? Oh, Lindsay. <laughs> I'll let you think and I'll edit it. You know what just, popped into what, what just popped into my head is not Disney at all. What? Willie Nelson's Red Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I've been asked that before about a, any song and that was right. the joke. 
Okay, so Disney song that is the soundtrack for my life. Lindsay, that's so deep and so you, and I <laughs> am not that. Who is your least favorite Disney princess? Is Pocahontas considered a Disney princess? Yes. Hala. Is that your Yes. Ugh. I feel like the other princesses were mostly bubbly or had something like Alice in Wonderland was always skipping. That was part of her. I mean, she was required to when she was being seen. But everything seemed sort of larger than life. And then I feel like you meet Pocahontas and you could almost miss her. Right. You could almost cast her. So... I think maybe in her show wasn't really as exciting as some of the others. And oh, mm-hmm. yeah, she bless it. Lovely, but yeah, not my not favorite. really. If you mm-hmm. had to, if you had to portray a Disney princess, who would it be? I might well, want to be Ariel for the abs. See that? No, I, I couldn't be Ariel. <laughs> Currently, but like, Ariel. But do you remember Ariel? And even twenty like, years ago, no, I couldn't have been her. Ariel was a, she was trim, but she did not have like rockin' abs. Right. I remember thinking like, oh, they chose, who are, I wonder if it was on purpose, that they chose whoever they chose that was trim, and she didn't have like my stomach hanging out <laughs> over the front of her mermaid <laughs> outfit. But, so there was no like weird hangover. But she wasn't ripped. No. She was just slim i don't know i remember thinking like oh i would have thought they would have been like flex show me your abs in casting mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i mean I, the first one that popped to my mind was probably her or cinderella just because she's so iconic right it's and remember how much we love prince charming oh yeah he, he was, was hot. <laughs> he was real charming and real hot um <laughs> Okay, Jill, we've reached the end of the podcast. Is there anything else you'd like to say to the listeners? Well, this was a walk down memory lane. And so I just feel like it's appropriate to sign off with a little Jungle Cruise sign off. Mm -hmm. So as you exit the boat, watch your step, watch your head, watch your step, watch your head. If you happen to miss your step and hit your head, lower your voice and watch your language. This is a family podcast and we'd like to keep it that way. If you enjoyed this podcast today, remember, I'm your Jungle Skipper Jill. If you didn't enjoy this podcast, I'm your Jungle Skipper Lindsay, author of Why I Hate Green Beans, available at your local retailer. (laughs) That is perfect. Who's the leader of the club that's made for you and me? M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Hey, as usual, thank y'all for listening. I'd love to connect on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Lindsay or on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray. It would be so nice if you would review the podcast on iTunes. And don't forget to check out my book, Why I Hate Green Beans, as Jill mentioned, at your favorite retailer. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. Mickey Mouse Club, Mickey Mouse Club, we'll have fun, we'll meet new faces, we'll do things and we'll go places all around the world.